Spout Lore is made possible by contributions from our listeners. If you would like to support us, go to patreon.com slash spoutlore, where you can get extra bonus special content. Gather round, friends, let me tell you a tale of three heroes, noble and bold. A brute, a druid, and a thief who is but nine years old. You know them by name, you know them by deed, their quests are famously daring. So here I sit, singing to you an adventure that is worth sharing. Tuck is the brute, he knows not his home, he loves to sing and fight. Fingers half elf, he shifts his shape and wields a spear with great mind. Billy's a thief, his tiny size does mask the largest heart. Best and brightest, they may not be, but their friendship outweighs their smarts. So gather round, friends, and listen close, for the tale's about to start. Hello there, and welcome to Spout Lore. I'm your game master, Sean O'Hara, and joining me as always, playing Tacoma Dome, the Barbarian, Abdul Aziz. Hello, everybody. Playing Ving, the half-elf druid, Paul Oppers. Hello there. And playing Fat Billy the Halfling Thief, Jessica Ty. Hello, everyone. When last we left our heroes, they were being informed by Perel, last name unknown, about uh, the identity of the wizard reputed to live in the glacial tower that one of the two potential wizard boxes is being kept in. We learned that it was the residence of a mysterious wizard named Adernick Allwater, mm-hmm. whose area of specialty was unknown, but she was uh, known to be of great power and great influence as the leader of what the wizards called the gathering. We then said goodbye to a number of <laughs> library characters, Louise, the chef in the cafeteria. We avoided saying goodbye to Birdie, the night shift chef in the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. Tuck and Ving said goodbye to Maresh Elnor and learned that uh, the capture of Roth and the study of uh, his connection to the spirit world by Maresh and the medical wing of the Margani Library had yielded information that the spirit world and the material are perhaps a bit more intermingled than many specialists at first believed. Mm-hmm. So we now know that there's a little bit of the material in the spirit and a little bit of the spirit in the material, whatever that might mean. Mm-hmm. We then prepared for a going away party. Grek, owner of the bar that Tuck used to work in in McCall, mm-hmm. brought blood feet for musical entertainments uh we saw zane and uma shusha talked to zane troubled young man and f- current vessel of the icon of wrath uh vang and shia yeah had a little moment mm-hmm. and shia. Their dead. yeah said goodbye said they wish they had more time together uh to kind of really get into the brother sister mm-hmm. relationship well maybe someday they will maybe someday they will they did learn that they both had been told an identical children's rhyme lullaby uh called the arrow's path that Mm. potentially very very likely has a connection to their father because the very first line starts with the ranger king (laughs) so (laughs) it's probably him and honestly he probably wrote it about himself yeah so who knows what uh mysteries are contained within those lines uh oh ving snapped his unbreakable spear in, oh, yeah. In half and mm-hmm. gave one half to Shia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No that spear is really not unbreakable. <laughs> <laughs> it has been broken more times than not, honestly, <laughs> uh, at this point. And we finish things off with Tuck approaching Ama Margani after learning that um, Zane, 
vessel for the icon of wrath is able to draw upon his icon's powers while retaining his own personhood and uh, agency. So Tuck approached Ama and asked him to look once more into the truth of Tuck. And Ama once more saw nothing. Mm -hmm. Then in a desperate gamble to try and understand what Tuck's deal is, Ama attempted to look forward to the truth of Tuck's future and delivered the prophecy. It will end for you beneath a burning tree. And the last thing you say will be a lie. And that is where we find ourselves now. Fireworks arc through the skies above. People are hooting and hollering as the fireworks are led off into the sky. You can see uh, pops and bursts of light in the direction of the city of McCall. And people are starting to uh, take part in the secondary purpose of the fireworks festival as they begin to fire fireworks at one another (laughs) (laughs) just a couple people here and there the library is pretty good but there's a lot of academic rivals in the library (laughs) just shooting roman candles at each other yeah so you just hear like virgil you fuck (laughs) (laughs) it gets really smoky when you shoot roman candles back and forth so it's like starting to get pretty smoky yeah billy's laying low to the ground (laughs) trying to scuttle away (laughs) and tuck lost um because he was going to be like, what the fuck does that mean? But like, it got smoky so fast. Mm-hmm. Well, Tuck got hit in the face <laughs> a lot. I think a lot of people don't like Tuck, actually. <laughs> He's a huge target. <laughs> yeah, so that's what's going on. The fireworks festival has well and truly begun. I, uh, I seek shelter uh, under the party sub table. <laughs> <laughs> Safe here. <laughs> he says as he grabs yeah. another. Just pull us up down. <laughs> pull I said that's still connected yeah. to the top. <laughs> like an elephant. Yeah, trunk. so if anyone's if anyone was looking, they would see that <laughs> snake. All subs lead to Billy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Billy, your your solitude is broken as uh, a burst of sand heralds the arrival of Perel. Oh, hi. <laughs> hey. Oh, man, they almost got me there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A couple of people have a real problem with me, it would seem. Oh, I, I wonder why. Ooh. Why? Oh, I don't know. Hey, Tuck, what are you doing down here? Oh, uh, God, I got hit in the face like seven times. <laughs> Where's Ving? We could maybe... <laughs> Ving's in this square with like a Roman candle sticking out of every <laughs> Like finger, Wolverine. And he's flipping them around just like when he was a bartender. Like he was doing like cocktails and dreams moves yeah. with them. And he's, he's getting hit everywhere, but he's just laughing and shooting him because he can't be hurt by flame. <laughs> That's so true. His, <laughs> his hair's a little bit on fire. His clothes are on fire. Yeah. The fire having, won't even touch your skin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess Perel's just like, should we just hang out under here? Should wait for this to die down, yeah. Mm-hmm. Does anyone have any scores they want to settle? Did I hate anyone? <laughs> Billy says. Yeah. <laughs> actually, uh, Perel goes, no, I don't. What? Actually. And he crawls out of the table and he comes back with a Roman candle in his hand and he tucks it into his robe and goes, I'm going to hold on to that for later. Wait, why? I have plans for it. What? You can only do it now, though. Oh, I'm not McCollin, so I can do it whenever I want, actually. Yeah, I like that he's like, I'll be saving this for later. Stuffs his shirt, and it's like this little wick. Like, <laughs> it just goes off <laughs> under his chin. You see it go slowly burning as it goes under his shirt. Is the universe right, being like, no, I know who you hate the most. <laughs> it's you. Uh, and we can just, honestly, we can just cut forward. Unless Tuck has somebody he wants to go deal with. We sent an invitation to Fathom. Did he show up? Oh. Oh. Did Fathom show up? I don't think so. Ah, okay, fair yeah. enough. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. I think that Fathom is out there. 
somewhere. Hmm. Beneath the pale moonlight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Duncan Phantom looking at the moon Out singing that song. somewhere beneath the pale moonlight. And then it's just Tuck and Phantom whacking each other in the nuts every <laughs> once in a while. It's my, I'm singing. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. I have the deeper register. Yeah, and you're going to have the higher register if you don't shut the fuck up right now. Sick bird. <laughs> uh, like, we can, we already, we talked about it earlier. We could just jump forward, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have any scores I need to settle. We cut to next morning. Did everyone sleep above ground in Elaine Springs, or did you go back downstairs? Um... I did sleep under the party sub table, but mm-hmm. I'm in the library now. Yeah. I also slept under the party sub table. Nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you're still there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we cut forward a little bit more. <laughs> and you guys are, I guess, packing up your room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I already am um, packed up and I'm clinging to Farrah's leg. Oh. <laughs> like, I don't want to be here because it's so hot, but I also don't want to go. You are such a nice grandma, and I don't want to go on the road. <laughs> I don't want to go in the sea again. Billy, it's okay. She like kneels down and tries to get you off her leg, uh, but she like holds you. It's all right. It it was, and I can say this, one of the greatest pleasures of my life to meet you, and the lessons that the three of you have imparted on me, in me, and around me will be of great importance to me. For my remaining days may they be long and endless because as i said i am already quite old and i plan on getting much older okay that's good um if you hear from Urk, uh just like send a little moth or whatever it is that you guys use i will um i wish that i could have tied this up neater for you but he hasn't we haven't been able to retrieve the the text yet that's okay i'll know if it doesn't work out I guess. And then I let go and I like kick a pebble. Billy. It's fine. No, the pursuit. No, it's fine. No, Billy. The pursuit of knowledge is a long and arduous road, but the destination is always worth the journey. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> does I, sound like a nerd. <laughs> I don't really know what else to say. I just want you to know that I'm going to miss you. I'll miss you too. Bye. <laughs> Billy is embarrassed and runs away. Oh, yeah, she doesn't call after you. She lets you be embarrassed. Yeah, she lets you sit in your feelings. Thank you for being so good to us. You didn't have to do that. We kind of forced you to be good to us. <laughs> you did, in a way. Yeah. I, I'm, I recall you um, smashing into the library via secret entrance the first time you came here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What good memories those were. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yes. That was so us. <laughs> <laughs> I... Look forward to hearing of your exploits. The ability to travel and see the things that the three of you, four of you, she nods at Perel, who nods back and goes, hey, <laughs> uh, that the four of you have seen and will see is an incredible gift. And sharing it with me and thus with the world is an incredible kindness. I wish that there was a way that we could easier correspond, but I understand your location will be up in the air. Mm-hmm. So perhaps this may help in an emergency situation. And she like pokes a bookshelf and beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, boop, oh. a little oh. bookworm crawls onto her finger. Okay. Oh. She says, um, she will find her way back to me regardless. So if you have a message, unfortunately a single message, mm. then 
uh, she will bring it to me. Oh, super important. Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, wow. boop, beep, boop. And she transfers from Farah's finger to Tuck's finger. And Tuck's like, one message. What would it be? <laughs> Ving, make sure that he doesn't use it right away. <laughs> I mean, I'll do my best. <laughs> I'm fucking responsible, this, okay, guys? Well, I've grown a lot since the beginning of this show, okay? I won't burn this immediately, okay? <laughs> Actually, you know what? Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. Take two. Yeah, yeah you give it to me. Onto Ving's finger. Hey, buddy, what's your name? Thing asked the worm. Uh, goes, Mahmood. Hey, Mahmood. And he has markings around his eyes that look like little glasses. Cute. That's the only thing that distinguishes him. <laughs> and she shakes your hands. I shake Farah's hand. I'll miss you. Ving oh. shakes both of their hands, shaking. <laughs> I'll miss you as well. Thank you. Maybe someday people will write about what happens next and you'll find out when it comes to your library after being published and then distributed and then making its way through the history of knowledge mm. through books and then back to you the keeper of knowledge of books and nerdy things like this mm -hmm. don't let this go to your heads but um some people already are writing about you what who i i can't share others work before it's finished so. uh, fuck what are they writing your histories uh, okay, well, let huh. them know that I am in a book phase, but I will be in a cut phase eventually. <laughs> so if they have any, like, you know, like, drawings they need to do, get in touch whenever that happens, I guess. Let them know a few months in advance. Yeah, and I will dehydrate like crazy for whatever the thing that we're, like, the painting. I don't know how people paint things in our world. I just know that pictures exist, so whatever process to make pictures happen. She shakes her head and says, Talk, don't dehydrate, please. That's not, it seems like a good idea because you see it in the plays and in the, and in the moving pictures, but it's a terrible idea for both health reasons and other reasons. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Good luck on your journeys. I, I hope to hear from you soon. Hey, maybe this can help you, or at least add it to your collection. It's a book about magical storms. It was in the offices of a wizard. Oh, it was from Aquarius. Mm -hmm. Study from a gajillion years Actually, ago. we might need that. We're going to a magical oh, uh, storm. Oh, actually, <laughs> actually, probably is a good idea. I'll hang on to that. Okay, okay. But it looks cool, huh? Yeah. It does. Look, it has pop-ups. Oh, <laughs> don't show me that. Just take it away. Okay. And then Tug's like, I do have this first edition Love and Lust. It's a choose-your-own-adventure, although, you know, we might yeah, need we that, might actually. Yeah. That. You can keep that That's one, for actually. for jerk-off purposes. <laughs> well... <laughs> Uh, and Perel leans forward and says, I have nothing to add, but thank you for taking me in and keeping me safe. And she nods and goes, we would have it no other way. Good luck on your journeys. Bye. Thank you. Goodbye. And she goes into her office and closes the door. Should we go say bye to Black Spire? Yeah, you find Billy uh, clinging to Black Spire's leg. <laughs> we go down into the mine. Yeah. You're already there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay, bro. It's okay. I'll see you guys sometime. Make sure you write lots of letters that Tuck and Ving can read to me. Uh, <laughs> there is no step of that that I'm capable of. No worries. How about you write a letter in your head and then I write a letter in my head and then we pretend like we send them and respond that way. Yeah, I could do that. I can do that actually. 
that's actually a very sweet way to think about missing someone. Yeah. So I will definitely do that. And you're going to be cool. Like you're, look, I'm going to live forever. And so are all of you. So we will see each other soon. I hope so. Yeah. And Tuck in his head remembers that he re- he just received a prophecy <laughs> that he was going to die. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, we all will live forever. Certainly. Fairy. Elf, whatever I am, <laughs> orphan. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'll be good. I got crunch here, and look, I've been getting, I've been making gains. Look at me. Yeah, you're so big and strong. Wow. And you actually do notice he is. He's bigger. He's noticeably larger. What? Yeah, he's getting bigger. Yeah, I've been fucking chowing on the crunch. Look at the size of this place, man. I got room to grow. Holy shit! Wow. So proud of you, Black Spire. Hey, I'm proud of you. Thanks. I am not in touch with my emotions <laughs> for trauma reasons, but <laughs> I just want to say thank you for showing me the world, and thanks for. Being who you are. (laughs) Whoa. Yeah. It's okay. It's been a long day, Bing. And thanks for showing us the world that you see. What? No. (laughs) I get it, man. I get it. Bing has taken this many attempts at the goodbye, actually. (laughs) And thanks for... Thanks for helping out with our... our, Thanks for helping out (laughs) with our... Worse. Uh, Billy's doing like the stretch it out motion <laughs> to Bang like keep going man keep going. I, I hate I hate long goodbyes and thanks for 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 being such a good pal to our friends yeah <laughs> thanks for being a good boy oh yeah uh, uh, look Mama uh-huh uh, he's got some some big bright crunch for you Tight. Yeah, Fran, he's got some for you too. Sick. Yeah. I love those old dudes. Yeah, you're going to love hanging out with them. Cool. And thanks for giving me one of your scales. And Tuck, you actually notice there is an obsidian coin in the middle of his forehead. Ah. Uh, what? <laughs> hey, anytime. Yeah. I think they grow back. Yeah. He shrugs. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> hey, also, I don't know if this is going to help. And he uh, whips his tail a couple times and then smacks it against a rock. Oh. And a, he uh, reaches back with his little claw and like shoves forward uh, a long shard of obsidian. Whoa. Holy oh. shit. He's like, that will cut anything once. <laughs> what? Yeah. Ving slowly. <laughs> Careful. You're going to want to pick it up with like a. With an iron hand. Oh, yeah. No, that should be fine. Clank. Ving, you should put that on your spear. That's what I was thinking, pal. You do need to use. Okay, you're going to hear some big words from me. Okay. Okay. It will need to be wielded with intention, hmm. but it will cut anything. So you have to want to cut it? Yeah. Like if you pick it up, it's not going to slice your fucking fingers off. Okay. But like if you got to like, <laughs> he does like a bunch of stabbing, <laughs> you know, like that, <laughs> but only one time, not <laughs> three times. No. It's the biggest word I've ever heard. <laughs> Three yeah. grunts. That was a fun ride. Thank you, because I'm holding onto his arms the whole time. Ooh. Whoa. Yeah, so I don't know. I heard you say put it on your spear. Yeah. I'd save it. Oh, okay. Well, I'll, I'll make sure it gets used when it needs to. Yeah. Thank you. Hey, anytime. You're my bros. Come here. Bring it in. 
I, mm. I gotta hug him around the neck. Yeah. Hug. And he wraps you in his big giant forearms, and he gets it gets tighter. <laughs> I'm gonna miss you, bro, so much. I'm gonna miss you, I'm too, gonna miss you guys so much. You're a good boy. You're a good boy. Okay, there you go. All right, catch you on the flip side, bros. And he does a back. He tries to do a backflip. <laughs> he jumps up and back and lands on his back. <laughs> And then rolls over. Do you see his wings scrabbling <laughs> under him? <laughs> <laughs> and he flips over onto his front and he runs off into the cave. <laughs> yeah. He, he jumps off a cliff and you hear him go, Black Spot! <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck! Boom! <laughs> 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 I'm fine! I'm fine! I landed it! I landed it! I landed it! I landed it! <laughs> and you hear Black Spire gallop off into the darkness. I guess that's it then. Yeah, I know this is hard. He he meant a lot to you. Uh, I, me and Black Spire got you this. I don't know if you noticed in the middle of his forehead your obsidian coin. What? Yeah. What? Here, him and I got you this. And Ving hands tuck um an obsidian guitar pick. Oh, whoa! Holy uh, shit! Wait, yeah. what was in the middle of his forehead? I traded him the obsidian coin for his, one of his scales. This has been imbued with the mark of the eyes of the tiger. Oh. So that if you ever want, you can see through the coin. Holy shit. Seriously? If you ever want to visit your spirit animal, you can. So wait, what do I... How to, explain more. How does this uh, work? Ving has removed his eye of the tiger mark from Ama and okay. imbued it into the pick so you can see through the eye of Black Spire. Oh no fucking way. I don't know if it's going to work or if it'll be a comfort to you in the time of great darkness or loneliness, who knows. But when you need it, he'll be a friend for you. So he has the obsidian coin with him? Yeah. Mm. Oh shit. That's fucking rad. <laughs> it's a really weird way of bringing it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't know if I'd play guitar with that. It'd probably cut through the stream. But you know what? Shred, bro. Yeah, man. Fucking sick. <laughs> Billy has like the the secret smile on his face. He's like, finally, <laughs> the secret is revealed. <laughs> Did you guys record a thing while I was gone? Yeah. yeah. Of us like talking about it. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Fucking sick. So you, now you have a spirit animal with a jewel in his forehead like Ving does. Yeah. He's got the, the coin in his forehead. Yeah. Fucking rad. So his little third eye obsidian coin. Mm-hmm. I wonder what it'll imbue to him. Yeah, can he talk to me? Can he see through my eyes? Who knows? Can I try it now? Yeah, it's a hard process for Tuck because he doesn't quite understand how the, the theory and, and um, the, the practices. So it doesn't. it's hard to connect. You don't really feel it right now. I put it on my forehead. <laughs> it's cold. I think he's cold. <laughs> we should go back. <laughs> no, he's cold-blooded. It's okay. It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> and then Tuck puts it in his leather wrist strap. <laughs> like an asshole in a oh, college yeah. quad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so sick. Uh, so you guys just head back to the motor pool to meet Maggie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> and Maggie is there. She's got her stuff, uh, such as it is, packed up on the retrofitted boat that you guys rode in on. Yeah. Um, you see Balco slouched on the couch, beat red and panting. What? And, uh, Maggie's like, all right, we ready to go? What the fuck happened to Balco? Oh, you know how it is. Hop in everybody. What? No. What? (laughs) Balco, what happened? Billy, he's fine. What happened to him? She gives you all a look. Come on. Fist pump speed master. She fist bumps thing. Do I really need to talk about it? Did you guys fuck? 
Let's just go. All right. S and M and S and M. I don't know how it is with the three of you, four of you, Peril. I'm sorry. I keep forgetting you're there. That's fine. Everybody his, does. He, his mouth has been full of granola this whole time. That's why he hasn't been talking. <laughs> He's been eating leftover party sub from the night before. Yeah. We don't, let's just get out of here. And you load up into the sandboat. Do you guys really want to belabor this point? Okay, they fucked. <laughs> that was a fucking visual gag. Okay, that's. Oh, it. sorry. No. We can. We can. No, that's so funny that you guys are like, no, don't be vague with me. Don't try and play coy. Details. <laughs> uh, and you load up your shit. Yeah. And head out. Yeah. And we cut forward to the city of Wickport. So did they fuck on the couch right before we <laughs> yeah, walked right, in? I think as we were walking Why in. Why was he so red right away? I'm not red after sex. I mean, Balco is red most of the time, <laughs> so he's maybe just a little extra red. <laughs> so they fucked right before we walked into the no, motorcycle? No, he's a big dude. He doesn't have great cardio. It could have been half an hour before. <laughs> Sean didn't say his face was red. <laughs> That's a good point. Um... <laughs> You are at the harbor of Wickport, mm-hmm. standing before the clear water. Uh, people have uh, very frustrated looks on their faces as the stevedores that only days ago finished unloading the boat are now loading it back up. <laughs> <laughs> and they keep seeing that they pass the three of you and they like spit on the boards. Dude, come on. This is a union job. I wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for the bennies. And he walks <laughs> up onto the boat. Isn't that what you wanted? Don't you want to find us? We just made your jobs easier. And he, the guy stops at the top and looks back down at you and he goes, Benny's. And he keeps walking onto the boat. It's weird that he's working for Eggs Benedict. <laughs> I mean, I guess I would work for Eggs Benny's. It's just we never ask for them. We'll work for brunch. Yeah. For five Eggs Benedict a day. Uh-huh. Plus expenses. <laughs> uh, so Greg comes down the gangplank with another kind of older, shrimpy looking old man with like glasses on his nose and long gray hair and a ponytail. He's like, hey, everybody, uh, just, you know, we're just getting loaded up, but I just wanted to introduce you to the bosun, Eggs Benedict. Uh, He's going to be sort of in charge of the deck crew, so you might want to get familiar. What's a bosun? He's going to be in charge of the deck crew, so you might want to get familiar. What's a deck crew? Yeah. A crew. I don't want to have to explain all the parts of a boat and the life upon the boat, so a bosun... (laughs) is the person who yeah. is in charge of the deck crew and the general maintenance of the ship. But what does uh, deck crew do? They crew the deck. Oh. Uh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I, what's a stevedore again? <laughs> stevedore is a person that loads and unloads a ship. Huh. You guys have been on boats before, right? Yeah. How'd you get here? We got we got on a little boat. And yeah. you just didn't... Oh, on a little boat. On a really little one. And ah. then the patron of sailors just dropped us off here. You know you can be on a boat without naming things a bunch of stupid names, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and when you say the patron of sailors got us here, Eggs like r- leans around Greg. He's like, what did you say? <laughs> chimes. You know Chimes? Chime, like guy with like kind of like bald, lots of tattoos, like long beard with like rings in it used to be married to the moon yeah (laughs) sails a little boat with a bunch of runes on it he calls it the calm yeah sails like the sea of graves for all of eternity yeah pretty magical guy he gave us this knife pulls out the waiting knife that he stole from (laughs) billy the night before hey (laughs) we've been stealing it back and forth (laughs) it's kind of like a fucking elf on the shelf game it's like where's the waiting knife today (laughs) uh old tattoos long beard 
gray hair. Yeah. 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 I can't, you know, doesn't, doesn't ring a bell as eight people matching that description walk past him <laughs> up onto the ship. Oh, Chimes. Oh, no, that's not Chimes. <laughs> you described basically 90% of the sailors that I've ever worked with. So mm. anyways, um, yeah. Eggs Benedict, pleased to be at your service. Don't get in my way. Okay. Where is our bedroom? Oh my God. <laughs> and he just walks up onto the ship. And Greg is like, just don't. He's 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 a courier sailor. He's a real ornery folk kind of kind of folk. Uh, but yeah, you got you guys got hammocks. It's all good. Okay, okay. C- cool. Come on, let's get you settled. And he takes you up top and then down below with all your stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, you are struck by the size of the Clearwater. Like you have only been in this thing when it was a shattered piece of shit that was half buried in the mud. Right. But this is like a big ass boat, multiple decks, dozens of crew shit piled everywhere because there's no wasted space on a boat yeah some people would say it's big enough to fit a small elephant or a hippopotamus yeah. made out of rocks <laughs> a couple big dogs or a very small dragon mm-hmm. and you're looking around and you're like yeah where i can't see any space that would be able to fit a fifteen thousand pound dragon that was only getting larger by the day <laughs> Uh, but you do see some people do have pets on the ship. <laughs> know. Like somebody, uh, somebody has like a bird and there's like a dog, you know, just like sea pets. And Greg takes you down to the where it looks like the crew sleeps. And he kind of gestures to an area around him. Okay. And he's like, yeah, you can sling your hammocks here uh, sometime between. Er, I want to say uh, you're not really crew. So you're going to get the worst sleeping slots. It's probably going to be like, uh, I don't know, between 4 and 10 p.m. I'd like to nominate that we sleep whenever we want to. Yes. Agreed? Agreed. Oh. Agreed. Seconded. Yeah. Ma- majority votes. Yeah. Agreed. Three to one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you guys are going to love life on a ship. Motion passed. <laughs> <laughs> and he takes you to Maggie's cabin, the captain's quarters, as she is settling in with her shit. She's unpacking her bags. Uh, and she's like, ah, yeah. Hi. What do you think of the ship? been a while since you've been on here huh it was a no small undertaking to get this thing floating again it's pretty good yeah all right so we got a crew of pretty decent sailors a lot of uh, career folk we picked up in the principalities and between but you three are pretty exceptional in each of your own ways so billy you got those uh you got those peepers my eyes yes. yeah you got a good way of seeing a good distance uh-huh all right you're gonna be up in the crow's nest you're gonna be keeping an eye out with the crows? <laughs> there, it, crow is up there, yeah. And you're going to be helping him uh, keep an eye on things. Okay. Uh, Bing. Yes? You've got uh, control over a certain elemental uh, abilities. Control is a very loose word in my mind. <laughs> you're going to be what I call wind boy. <laughs> oh, man. Bing looks off into the distance and a little bit of breeze graces his wild gray hair and he goes... Wind boy. <laughs> I like the sounds of that. And Tuck. Hey. You carry whatever anyone tells you to carry. Oh, sick. I'm so good at that. <laughs> Sucks. <laughs> I have to sit up with the crows while you guys do fun things. <laughs> Billy, do you not want to? You don't. Ha- I'm not going to make you. You're a little kid. I'm not going to make you do stuff. Billy, I can trade you if you want to carry heavy no, things. No, it's fine. I'll just I'll sit with the birds. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> I've just now decided that the perilous journey role will still be the perilous journey role, but it will be to determine 
how much trouble you three make during this journey <laughs> nice. and how it affects the jobs of those around okay. you. Sweet. Okay, so first leg of the journey, which is going to be from Wickport to to an island, like a group of islands uh, further the, to the north where it starts getting cold. An okay. Archipelago. Yeah, an archipelago, an Arctic archipelago. And then uh, from there, we'll kind of see what happens because maybe this this will be the whole episode so who can say mm-hmm. so perilous journey uh it's all plus wisdom and what is our individual roles carrying wind boy crow's nest okay so nice. it's yeah. complete it's okay. not the same roles as usual. No, because yeah. they have a quartermaster you know it's just kind of like do you guys fuck somebody else up enough that okay we get into trouble or fuck. do i see something really dangerous exactly mm. uh, plus wisdom i got mm. 12 mm-hmm Three. Nice. <laughs> Plus wisdom, I got 11. Okay. So, uh, Wind Boy, doing a great job. Great. Basically the trailblazer, you know, helping carry the ship along. Billy the Scout did a great job. And Tuck fucked up somehow. <laughs> uh, so, Billy will be able to spot any sort of danger before it arrives. So, you see, you know, you head out from Wickport early in the day mm-hmm. as the sun rises. You sail for a good few hours like half a day and billy you see ships here and there passing by of all make and model yeah the climb up to the bird's nest zone was harrowing Mm -hmm. to say the least (laughs) um (laughs) they eventually had to wrap a rope around billy and haul him up (laughs) (laughs) yeah and he was like i'm staying here the whole time (laughs) not leaving now uh and you get to the top and there is a man up there who is skin and bones he's so skinny and he's got ragged shorts on oh no and like a tank top and he's got huge glasses that magnify his eyes so big in his head cool he's just like hey kid are you okay oh yeah i'm better than i've ever been i'm crow nice to meet you nice to meet you too i'm fat billy oh your name's fat Actually, you know what? You fit right in on a, on a ship crew. Everybody's got fucked up names. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, they call me Crow, for God's sake. Well, what's your real name? My name's Bernard. Oh, Bernard. I kind of like that name better. Don't let anybody hear you call me Bernard. Okay. Do you want a snack? Yes. Okay. What do you got? I have, okay, I have a lot to choose from. I have dried fruit. Uh, mostly persimmons and wapples, and I have <laughs> dried wapple nuts and uh, something. I don't know what kind of nuts these are, but they're really long. And then I also have uh, jerky and uh, I ha- have a baggie of gumbo. <laughs> <sighs> Gosh, uh, winded. I have protein drinks and protein powder and protein cubes. <laughs> I have a bag of moss. You can have it. I don't want it. You, as you're looking through your bag, talking about all the foods that you have, a drip of saliva hits the wood in front of you. And he's like, kid, you're going to have to be very careful with that food. They're extremely strict about when people eat on a boat, but I would love some of your wapple nuts right now. Do they starve him? No, they don't starve anybody. It's just if you run out of food on a ship, then things get really bad. Okay, well, you can have it all. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm really concerned about how skinny he is. <laughs> oh, no, this is just a genetic thing. And he starts shoving wapple okay. nuts in his mouth. I'll, I'll keep first watch. Mm-hmm. And yeah, a couple hours pass and you see some ships here and there passing by. Mm-hmm. Nothing out of the ordinary. It would seem 
you see like a, a spray of water off in the distance. <gasps> and just as you swing your binoculars, a tail flips beneath the water. Is that a dragon? <gasps> was it Siri? Mm. Oh my gosh. How uh, big was it? Big. It was big? It was really big. Pretty big. Didn't get a good look at what the tail actually looked no. like. Mm-hmm. Just movement and water. But uh, you do notice that one ship seems to be following you at a distance, but following you. Discern realities. Plus wisdom. Seven. Okay. So you get one question off the list. I would like to know what is about to happen. Mm. Uh, What is about to happen is a general period of time, not within the next few seconds, just because of how ships work. But this ship is going to try and get as close to you as possible until you are in what they hope to be a vulnerable position, and then they're going to attack and board you. Oh, shit. Hey, Bernard. Yeah. Look over there. And he grabs his, uh, he picks up a little tiny spyglass, and it unfolds to be like a meter and a half long. (laughs) I have to move out of the way for that. (laughs) And he clinks it against his already huge glasses and goes, oh, yeah, pirates. Uh. Is there an alarm to sound? Oh, we don't got to worry about them. Not right now. Okay. They're pretty far away. Old Clearwater, she's got some surprises in her. So, uh, yeah, just keep an eye out. Okay. Yeah. I, I keep watching them, I guess. <laughs> yeah. they're just It's just good to know that they're out there, but it's not like we're going to get you. Mm. What does their ship look like? Uh, it looks pretty nondescript. Uh, nondescript to the point of being suspicious. Like, there's no flag. It doesn't fly a flag. Yeah, they painted the hull the color of the sky <laughs> behind it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just a very uh, beautiful area, like blues and whites. A fog bank rolls in behind them, and you see these this guy in the deck yelling and screaming. All these guys like, oh, and they go over the side and start painting the side of the boat. You must be wasting a fortune on paint. Yeah. <laughs> and if you look really, really close, you can just make out the name along the side says Blue Period. <laughs> and you know what? They probably would have been okay catching you if it wasn't for Windboy Ving, uh-huh. who does a great job of oh, yeah. uh, wow. calling up just a nice healthy breeze yeah yep so great yeah you are what just i guess you're just standing on the deck doing your thing yeah totally just he's got ropes in his hands maybe they don't go anywhere (laughs) just to make him feel important (laughs) and he's he's up on the he's up on the front king of the world on the bow and um just uh having the effect i desire to come to pass Mm mm-hmm and yeah. the, the, the breeze keeps up for a good long while and you're able to, uh, to push the ship along a little bit faster than it would have been able to go anyways. Mm-hmm. What would be a probably four or five day journey to this town is going to be like three and a half. Wow. And there's so many sailors gathered on the deck behind you not doing their jobs that are just like, wow, <laughs> so cool. What does Ving look like while he does this? He's like out on the bow, right? He's like out standing on the bow, on the, yeah. stripped to the waist. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, with really billowy um, blue linen, like three-quarter pants. <laughs> Where'd <laughs> these come from? <laughs> uh, he ripped down the mizzen, <laughs> and he's made, built pants out of them. His hair is blowing full forward, like a windsock. Whoa. And he's following the, the <laughs> direction of so his hair. cool. Uh, and when there's a bunch of people looking and just like gawking at him, he like 
calls up a, a big gust and blows all the hats off and says like you know get back to work you scallywag <laughs> and leave not- the blowjob to me <laughs> uh, and they're not even mad they're like wow what a man ha <laughs> that might be <laughs> dot 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 and uh, Tuck you've been holding the same box for two hours and no one's told you where to put it <laughs> <laughs> sweating quivering actually it's not that bad <laughs> i've kind of just been holding this box yeah a guy told me to pick it up two and a half hours ago mm-hmm. and i haven't put it down really really bored but other than that i'm just holding this box yeah you kind of have actually you know what it's a lot of scrabbling coming from inside of it (laughs) yeah totally it's a lot of scrabbling (laughs) he keeps every time someone passes him he's just like this box is scrabbling a lot and nobody responds (laughs) like i feel like someone should take this more seriously it's making a lot of noise. Can someone please pay attention to me? <laughs> Has anyone seen a guy who looks like he wants this box to be anywhere? <laughs> and you just kind of have time. You just have this box there. It's making noises. Uh, you notice there are a couple holes in it. I tried to look in there and like a talon came out one time. Ooh. Oh, well, I wonder what's in here then. So yeah, Tuck, no one's telling you what to do with this box, man. I need... I need an adult. <laughs> <laughs> and after uh, a long time of saying, I need an adult over and over, uh, Eggs Benedict comes up to you and is like, come come here, come here. What? What are you doing standing around for? Someone told me to pick up this box and it's getting mad at me yeah, now. Come, what? You thought you, you thought just hold the box on the deck? You thought that's what we do with boxes here on the ship? I've been asking people what to do for so long. I don't know anything. <laughs> and he puts his finger to his lips. What? Be quiet. Okay. Come with me. Okay. And he takes you uh, down the steps, down below decks. What? Down, down below decks. Well, okay. Down below decks. Oh Are you going to beat me? No. no. Just be quiet. <laughs> what? You're so paranoid. I mean, I've never been on a ship before. I don't know. Is there an initiation? Well, I mean, actually, yeah. When you cross the equator for the first time, there is. But we're not going to do that. Okay. Well, actually... No, we're not going to do that. Okay. We're above the equator. Okay. Uh, <laughs> come with me. Okay. And he takes you down to where the cargo is. And then you go past where the cargo is to like a weird kind of out of the way closet almost with like a door with a heavy lock on it. Whoa. And he opens up, he get, grabs a key off his belt, but not off the ring that has all of the other keys on it. He grabs a different key uh-huh. and he unlocks the lock and he opens it and there's one other box in there, but not a lot of other stuff. Weird that there's unused space basically. Uh-huh. And he's like, put it in there. Okay, man. Why are you so mad at me? Just put the box in there. Fuck you, dude. And get, I put the, I put it in. Okay, get out of here. Go okay, on. Okay. Go on. What are you being so rude about? And he closes the door and he locks it. What the fuck is going on with you? Get above deck. Smell more. Oh, yeah. Or I want to reality. discern realities. Figure out why the fuck this guy's being so rude. Okay. 2d6 plus wisdom. Uh, eight. So you get one question. What here is now what it appears to be? Smart. Uh, you notice that as you go back above... Are you going to stay here? No, I think you're. I think this is as you're leaving. Yeah. You walk back up and you're walking through the cargo hold and you see all the boxes they have loaded up are all stamped with uh-huh. a specific sigil. And you realize the one that you carried down there was not stamped at all. 
Whoa. Mm-hmm. And neither was the other one in the in that little zone. Smugglers. Tuck says out loud. <laughs> <laughs> and just behind Tuck, almost out of frame, a pair of eyes pop up as he says smugglers <laughs> and goes back down. <laughs> yeah. So take of that what you will. Okay. There's some sort of uh, unmarked cargo being moved around. Okay. A mystery is afoot. <laughs> this also Tuck says this out loud. <laughs> Tuck is going to get fucking stabbed (laughs) well i suppose it's up to the greatest detective on earth and then he pulls out a like a little cowboy hat and he puts it on and he's like dirk adventure boy (laughs) Uh, and you head back above decks and you see perel lounging at the back of the ship with like with like one of those three paneled mirror things <laughs> yeah, pretty much smoked glass uh lenses over his eyes just chilling are you fucking kidding me hey buddy why do you not have a job turns out if you don't say anything nobody does anything <laughs> so i just didn't ask any questions all you guys asked maggie hey what can we do what can we do and i just shut up wow holy yeah. shit i'm a genius that must have been hard for you <laughs> <laughs> Ving, shut up. Vink's I like, can't wind. hear you. <laughs> yeah, wind it's boy. too windy. So yeah, how you liking sail life? I mean, it's pretty boring so far, but there's definitely, they're smuggling something on deck. What? Yeah, man, there's like two unmarked boxes downstairs, and one of them had a very angry thing inside of it. It was trying to get out. <gasps> uh, Perel folds up his reflector thing that he was using to tan his face, takes his sunglasses off and goes... This sounds like a mystery for Dirk. Adventure, Adventure. Boy, I said it already. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, that's what the hat is. Oh. <laughs> okay, fine. You I'll, can be Cardamom. I'll be Cardamom. <laughs> the so, smartest horse in the world. In the world, Big says from the front of the boat. I already said it. That's funny. Oh. I said that too. Oh, man. Does that mean I got to be Judy? <laughs> <laughs> nah, Judy's pretty cool. Who's Judy? She was in the th- she was in the third book. Uh, There's more than one of these. Yeah, Testament of Night. Yeah, she oh, was a falcon. Yeah, Judy, the, <laughs> Judy the falconer. She was a lady who becomes a falcon. Mm-hmm. Whoa! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be Judy the falconer. Sick. Have you only read the first book, Bringers of the Black Flame? I've only read the first one. <gasps> There's more than one. Uh, yeah, it's a series, dum dum. Hmm. Why do you think it said number one on it? I just thought I, it was the best, <laughs> the best book in the world. Uh, no, well, it's one in a series. I have them all with me. Oh, shit. Yeah, oh, give wow. me those other books. Uh, yeah, okay, cool. You can have the second one if you want. Yeah. It's just down in my, in my cabin. Okay. I have a cabin. Are you fucking kidding me? You have a personal cabin? How did that happen? Come with me. <laughs> and he takes you to a broom closet. Oh, Oh yeah, it's like nobody looks in here. Okay, that makes the sense. hammock is attached to the ceiling in the floor. <laughs> How are you planning on sleeping? He like- just hangs there like a zucchini. <laughs> and he uh, he grabs his bag and he pulls out a book with the uh, you know a drawing of Dirk Adventureman on the cover, riding cardamom off a cliff. Whoa! Uh, <laughs> holy shit! It's the best. You made uh, your own cover? Yeah, the, all the other ones were ripped off. I got these in used bookstores, and this one is called. Dirk Adventureman. The Fissure of Doom. The, and the Fissure of Doom. Ooh, so cool. Yeah. So this one is pretty cool because there's a fissure of doom in it. Oh, sick. Yeah. <laughs> so don't dog ear it or anything like that. Don't bend the spine because I made it. Okay. And then Dirk just puts in his little backpack. Sick. Thanks, man. Yeah, no problem. Uh, don't tell anybody I'm in here. And then he closes the door. <laughs> uh, and Billy, we cut back up top. 
Yeah, uh, I I stopped watching the pirate ship because we're really going fast. Yeah. And I'm looking around elsewhere now. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Are you just trying to kind of see what's going on around you? Um, well, there's like not much except the coastline. Mm-hmm. So I've been, I've just been spying on the, on the deck crew. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Is this a roll or? Sure. Yeah. You could give me a discern realities. Heck yeah. With wisdom? Yes. 10. Ooh, 10. All right. Mm-hmm. Three questions. Okay. Who's really in control here? Ooh, interesting. Because nice those fucking smugglers. Yeah. yeah. So. The you, secrets. So you see, um. You see Maggie and Greg and Caroline like walking around. And from what you gathered, this is like a mender vessel. Like Maggie is supposed to be the captain, Mm. but a lot of the crew seems to defer to eggs Benedict. Oh, Uh, and it kind of makes sense because he's the bosun. Like it makes sense. that They'd be like, Oh yeah. Eggs. He's the guy. Um, but there's (laughs) both like, what the fuck does that word mean? Okay. (laughs) Do you want me to tell you what a boson is? Just tell me what a boson is. Uh, I like to spell lore on the word boson. <laughs> a boson is a petty officer on a merchant ship having charge of hull maintenance and related work. A naval warrant officer in charge of the hull and all related equipment. I might have been thinking of a different word. <laughs> and you know why? Because my dad was a boson. Oh, okay. That's why I said boson. I was thinking of a warrant officer. Oh. Yeah. I got the yeah, I definitely got the word wrong, but now I'm wondering if it's more interesting that the boson is the one that seems to be pulling the strings. It's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. And you've already said boson a bunch. Yeah. yeah. So you realize that Greg definitely got it wrong because the boson, from what Crow has told you, is in charge of like the maintenance of the ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Greg must have thought that he was in charge of the crew because a lot of them defer to Eggs Benedict. Oh. And you see a number of the crew members, not all of them, but a, a core number seem to be really chummy. Hmm. And there's a lot of like whispering and like going and talking off to the side. Hey, hey, Bernard. Yeah. Do you know much of those people? Who? Oh, eggs and all those. Uh-huh. Uh huh. yeah. No, I don't know too many. You know, I spend most of my time up here. I guess so. Yeah, with all of my things, and he's like, yeah, <laughs> jangling all these like keepsakes that he brings up here with him. A lot of stuff in jars. I do. It's people just leave shiny things around, and I grab them and I bring them up here. <laughs> you know, I bet, I bet you and my friend Ving would really get along. Oh, is that Ving down there? Yeah, he has a lot of jars with stuff in them. Oh, he's quite a specimen. That one. <laughs> just a just a real sailor, sailor. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> okay, my second question is, what here is not what it appears to be? Uh, okay, so the, the people that Eggs seems to be kind of speaking with more and like handing stuff off, you watch and at the beginning, it's kind of quiet, but the further out you get to see, there's a lot more of it and they seem to be like, oh yeah, totally, we're working, no problem, this is all good, but there's a lot of planning it looks like going on right now Hmm. okay what is about to happen um billy being a person who is a being familiar with cycles and ebbs and flows in nature and uh the the cycles of uh predator and prey you would guess that in probably two days just before you get to where you're going eggs and his crew are going to attempt to mutiny Whoa. Whoa, fucking Whoa. shit. That's very useful information. Mm-hmm. You're the adventure boy now, Billy. <laughs> I'm the adventure boy. Cool. Do you tell any of this to Crow? Um, no, I just, Crow is 
still talking about Fing. Mm-hmm. He's just the the delts. They're just so carved. No, he's he's been working out for a while. Um, listen, I have to go to the bathroom. Okay. Let fly, my boy. <laughs> Whoa. Welcome to ship life. What? <laughs> In the crow's nest, the world is your toilet. <laughs> Isn't it beautiful? <laughs> I thought this was just dirt. I oh. thought it was just so dirty up here. Just the regular dirt. I'm going to go. I'll be right back. <laughs> and as you go, you see an arc of liquid start uh, sailing down from the no. crow's nest. And crow going, I'm free. <laughs> free as a bird. Oh, I'm the king of the world. <laughs> I, I scurry... Thing looks really busy right now. I don't know. Billy is like standing on the deck. Like, what do I do? You do see Tuck and Perel at the back of the deck. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna run after Tuck. Hey, uh, T- Billy, what the fuck is going on? I. Why are you covered in shit? I didn't know. <laughs> I'm stuck up there with a very nice man named Bernard, and it's close quarters, and weird stuff happens there. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, something else. <laughs> Anyways, I was looking around, doing some spying stuff, and I noticed that Eggs and some other crew seem to be like really friendly with each other, and like they, like and like they have like the secret smile on their face, <laughs> <laughs> like they're sharing secrets. And I think I don't know. I feel like they're gonna do something. What do you think they're gonna do, Billy? I don't know, like a mutiny or something. Like what? What is it on a ship when they try to take control? A mutiny or something. Okay. <laughs> and Perel nods and goes, ah, yes, the mystery is afoot. Yeah. Benedict was really weird to me. Was he? Yeah. He made me fucking hide a box full of what sounded like an angry bird or something. What? Yeah. Should we tell Ving? Tell me yeah. what, Ving? <laughs> you stand there and you you look at the battle of the deck, and there's two guys like holding on the ropes, like it looks like they're gonna be sucked off the front of the boat. Oh, I got these jerk offs holding the boat. <laughs> Those jerk offs that are gonna get sucked off the front of the boat, as you put it. Oh no, that's what you call a guy who holds the rope of the sail. You've never been on a ship before. I've never been on a ship before. Oh, I'm right sorry, man. I, I don't forgot. know if we could do this blowjob. I feel like we're gonna get sucked off. <laughs> Listen, you jerk offs, you can do this blowjob all day. I have faith in you. You're the men. Um, sorry, Ving. You looked really busy up there. Um. Anyway, I told I tell Ving what I told Tuck and Perel. Mm-hmm. How long do you think we have? I don't know. Maybe a day or two. Should we tell Maggie? Yes. I feel like we should tell Maggie. We should tell her very secretly so they don't get suspicious. Yeah. yeah. Do it really smooth. Like, hey, no secrets here. Oh. <laughs> We're just couple of friends hanging out hey everyone it's just a couple of friends hanging out <laughs> Billy okay two d six plus charisma billy sorry you're yelling on the deck trying okay. not to be suspicious nice Eight plus two is ten okay wow. and the helmsman that was giving you a sidelong glance goes Okay, then. <laughs> start to, start, continues Billy to used fairy something on him. <laughs> yeah, for definitely sure. got charmed. Uh, yeah, so you're going to head down and tell Maggie. Yeah, but I also kind of want to know what's in that box. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, here's the, th- here's the thing to consider. And Perel says, here's the thing to consider. I forgot I have a point of view character that I can use to yeah. describe huh. my ideas. This is working out great. If we go to Maggie too soon, we might tip them off. That's what and I'm wondering. They'll have the element of surprise. But if we wait and see what they're up to, maybe whatever is in the box we can use as leverage. 
can Ving communicate with Caroline? I was thinking as a former speaker of the silent word, because Ving knows the silent word. Maybe he can use some of the silent language. That's an interesting the idea. The unspoken language of the librarians to kind of let her know that something's up, mm. but not to act, but to put her on sort of watchful. Yeah. Right. I, is Caroline on the ship? Yes, Caroline is on the Sick. ship. She can <laughs> She's like Maggie's right hand. Like okay. she, it, she sticks around. Yeah. How do we know we can trust Caroline? Ooh. She has been shady in the past. She was spying on us. For a long time. She was spying on us for Maggie, though. But wait, can we really trust Maggie? Perel starts to look around and is like, what the fuck are we doing on this boat? (laughs) (laughs) We might have trusted too fast too soon. We do this all the time. Oh, my God. What if they wanted me? What if you just delivered me to them? Oh, oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> Pharrell's a really good way for Sean to see dissent on this boat. <laughs> <laughs> what if you can't trust me? What if I'm the mutineer? And then I uh, I lead in and I put my fingers in the back of Pharrell's pants pocket and I pull out all of your halfling pipe leaf. <laughs> and I'm like, he's paranoid. He's paranoid as fuck because he's just been smoking weed. He's rubbing his eyes a lot. Well, I mean, I don't think that's all of it. Yeah, it's definitely not. You smoked a lot of it, dude. No, I. Uh, that's not what I... Okay. That's for ceremonial purposes. <laughs> yeah, and it's for ceremonial. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, anyways, okay, yeah. No, 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 you're right. Okay, okay. Maybe I'm being paranoid. Okay, but yeah, I think... Yeah, I mean, a little bit you're right. We know that there, there's something shifty going on. Well, let's try and gather as much information as we can before bringing it forward. But without talking to anybody. We can't just go to Caroline. No. Okay, okay. Who can go find out what's in that box? Well, Billy's a fucking thief. Yeah, that's true. I yeah. am the most skilled okay. at this. All right, Billy, you sneak below deck. Okay. You go find out what's in that box. I'll show you where it is. Oh, yeah. And then I'll like stand watch, I guess. Yeah. Yes. I, I, Tuck, you and I have a lot of problems with each other, but... <laughs> what the fuck are you talking... I thought we were friends. <laughs> we are friends. We are friends. But I've, I, you rag on me, I rag on you. I don't make fun of you. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I'm not even going to say the thing I was going to say. What were you going to say? Go down below deck. What were you going to say? I was going to say that if anybody chooses to pick a fight with you, they're fucking stupid. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. nice of you to say. So you're, it's good for you to stand guard because anybody, they'd have to be dumb to try and be like, that's the guy I'm going to take on. Yeah, totally. This whole crew might be able to beat the three of you. Maybe. Actually, that's a great point. <laughs> Though This whole crew might be able to beat the three of you. So wait, what are we afraid of again? You need to take a nap. I'm going to go lay down. Go let me know what's in that crate. Go have some coffee or something. I'll go see what I can do. And he goes over to the side of the boat and he hurls. (laughs) 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 Uh, Yeah, so that's the plan. Billy's going to sneak down. Yeah. I'll come with you. Okay. Okay. Okay, I'll stay up here and I'll run to set distraction on deck. Oh. Yeah. Also. What distraction are you going to do? I was going to give him a display of my prowess, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> he okay. says as he's like running backwards. <laughs> All right. We'll start with this display of prowess. Yeah. Okay. He, uh, uh, <laughs> oh no. Uh, he's running backwards and he leaps up into the air through the space between the mass and the in the boom mm-hmm. uh, and grabs it uh, with his feet, <laughs> with uh-huh. his knee pits and spins around a bunch and then hangs upside down with his arms crossed in between these two guys who are having a conversation and he's like, oh, what's up me sailor boys? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> and he drops to the deck floor and then pulls out a concertina and starts <laughs> <laughs> 
instead of choosing your physical prowess, which we've established for the last two seasons, or all of your spirit abilities, which we've introduced over the last seven seasons. Yeah, you decided to introduce musical prowess. Okay, <laughs> that Ving plays the concertina badly. <laughs> Uh, so you're gonna have to roll. I was gonna say defy danger dexterity uh-huh. because of all your flipping, and then I was gonna say defy danger charisma because of the concertina, and then I decided you're gonna roll both nice. <laughs> because you went too far on that description, <laughs> my friend. All right. So two d six plus dexterity. This is real like uh, Disney live action from the '60s mm-hmm. scene. All right, dexterity first. Okay, I got uh, eight. Uh, eight. Great. Okay. So yeah, you do your little flip, and everybody goes. Ah! And there's a bunch of people like, like dancing around as you start doing your thing. You hear crow like high pitched scream from <laughs> like a girl at a rock concert and a pair of underwear flop down on the deck. <laughs> they flop yeah. with weight. <laughs> <laughs> they splat down. Uh, Ooh. And now two d six plus charisma for your concertina performance. Okay. <laughs> Which you definitely just swiped from somebody on the ship. Oh yeah, on my way back, I found <laughs> it. Seven. All right. And you break into a rendition of a sailing song that Ving heard after first leaving the frozen north. You caught a boat down to the principalities. Cool. Mm-hmm. So tell me about this song. It's a song that he uh, uh, learned when he was taken captive once. Mm. It's a pirate song. Oh. So it's about like fucking up merchant ships. Nice. <laughs> which maybe is not like bringing a lot of good luck to the hmm so oh. it's about um but depending on how into it these guys are uh-huh it like would really like suss he's out like, to, yeah that's it it's a smuggler song oh yeah i like that so he's trying to get it uh-huh. the captain knows not what you bring oh the captain knows not that below the deck is all sorts of things i brought them secretly on board <laughs> when the captain sleeps i'll cut her throat is name is Maggie. Her name is Maggie. I'll cut her throat when she sleeps at night. He's singing. Nobody's singing. Really <laughs> specific. Yeah. It was like when you were like, that captain knows not what she bring. Then people were singing along. And then you were like, I snuck stuff on the ship and I'm going to kill Maggie Cole at night. <laughs> Everybody's like, what the fuck is he okay, talking okay. about? <laughs> Maybe let's cut that part. <laughs> the sea is wet and the sky is bright. Okay. They all yeah, chime like, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. Nice. I know this part. Yeah. Yeah. And people start taking up the, uh, they're actually, yeah. So that's a good way to, to think about it. There are one or two people in the crowd that take up the song with their own verses, like sea shanty style. And there are a couple of them and you're like, why do you know this song? You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's like a, a halfling woman who takes up the song and you're like, Hmm. Okay. Noted. Mm -hmm. And then there is a human, probably about 21 years old. A boy with real thick arms, and oh, he yeah. also takes up the song, and he's got a tattoo of a bear across his chest. Hmm. And you're like noted. Cool. So that's some information that you get from that. And they're distracted for now. Yeah, there's a whole uh, song going on. We cut to Tuck and Billy sneaking below decks. We are adventure boys sneaking down the stairs. <laughs> we are adventure boys. Uh, n- nobody can. Fit. Fucking shit, Billy. No, you're doing great. Uh, no, I'm not good at this. It's, it's fine. It's just all. It's all about the rhythm. Okay. Sneaking down the stairs. We, we are adventure boys sneaking down the stairs. We are adventure boys sneaking down the stairs. Okay, two d six plus dexterity to sneak. 
<laughs> and you both have to roll it because I really like one of these. I really like something that might happen. A 10. A 10. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I really, I'm just going to say it because I really like the idea of Tuck being like, we are adventure boys sneaking down the stairs. We are adventure boys sneaking down the stairs. <laughs> I'm kidding. Way yeah, into yeah. it. In the meantime, the guy that would have noticed us if I did that is like, elbow deep in like a plate of pasta <laughs> like so into it he doesn't notice us chanting and going yeah. downstairs yeah and he's, er- he's elbow deep in a barrel of pasta like he cracked open one of the barrels and was like everybody's distracted upstairs i'm gonna get i'm gonna get me some pasta oh my god he get his hand chopped off of that everyone is doing espionage <laughs> everybody's working for themselves yeah. let me tell you about the golden age of sale everybody was a dirt bag it was like the worst people in the world so yeah you guys creep right past him and you head down you got a 10 so you're not gonna i'm not gonna make you roll multiple times so you make it down to the spot that tuck was forced to hide the crate in you hear a scrabbling through the door this is it secret room oh yeah okay it's locked tricks of the trade to pick the lock okay and i'll i'll, I'll like block him with my body and look around nice. mm-hmm. plus dexterity mm-hmm. that's nine okay you want aid? Yeah, I aid by <laughs> blocking him with my body. Nice. Yeah, totally. And I maybe like, because the lock is kind of high for him. Uh-huh. So I put him on the shelf that is my butt. Yeah. And then <laughs> so he has like a better purchase. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tuck's dump comes in handy once again. Seven. <laughs> okay, great. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so that makes Billy's nine to ten, which means you do it. No problem. Yeah. So I, I just have that copper spoon that I keep in my hair now since I don't have the copper pin anymore. Yeah. And I clickety-click. And you pop it right off. All right, so let's let's get in there. All right, here we go. I slipped in. Yep. And the crate is where Tuck left it. Uh, there's another box in there. And the, the crate with the scrabbling is nailed shut for sure. Can I use fairy dust to make it fall asleep? Yes. 2d6 plus charisma. Oh, yeah. Seven plus two is nine. Okay. So you just blow it through the hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you hear like. <laughs> and you hear like a clacking. Like. Weird. Huh. Huh. Tuck takes the waning knife and he jams it in between. <laughs> yeah. And he like wriggles it open and then he rips the top <laughs> off the box. Nice. Um, inside is a very strange little creature. Its front half has uh, taloned claws and bright, vibrant plumage and a head ending in like a hooked black beak. And the back end is the the feathers transition into silky brown fur and very grippy hand looking back limbs and a long tail with a little tuft of white on the end. What? It's like a bird monkey thing? Yeah, it looks like it's, it looks like a bird monkey in my head. Like a parrot, half parrot, yeah. half monkey. Yeah. Are you serious? Roll a spell lore or something about it, maybe? <laughs> oh, yeah, Billy. Roll a spell lore about yeah. this. 2d6 plus intelligence. Famous. Holy shit. <laughs> Did we just succeed? 10. Okay. That's good because I have zero intelligence. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, yeah. yeah beautiful. <laughs> uh, interesting and useful. So, Billy, you've been around a while. Uh-huh. This is an exceptionally rare animal called a griffin. Oh. Oh, whoa. And it is a little unusual because you've only heard of like certain kinds of griffins, like regional, but they're always very rare. And this one appears to be like half macaw and half monkey. Wow. I've only ever seen paintings of these. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
they're very, very rare. And you know, as somebody that has seen value uh, traded many, many times, extremely valuable. Wow. Okay. Wow. And now you're struck by the fact that you've ripped the top off this crate that contained secret smuggled merchandise and you hear footsteps quickly approaching. Fucking shit. And that's where we're going to end it for this week. I'm your game master, Sean O'Hara. Joining me as always, playing Tacoma Dome, the barbarian, Abdul Aziz. So long. <laughs> playing Ving, the half-elf sailor, Paul Oppers. Ahoy, mateys. And playing Fat Billy, the halfling thief, Jessica Ty. Bye, everyone. Uh, thank you to Aaron Reed, our incredible intro and outro music composer. That sentence started weird and ended fine. <laughs> uh, thank you to all of our Patreon supporters that support us around the world. Uh, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash spoutlore or spoutlore.com slash moneyplease. And thank you to Discord user Quinn for the name Adernak Allwater, which started as Patternak Allwater, but we took away the P because we already had a wizard with a P name. And we liked the name so much that we just wanted to keep it anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is something that $10 patrons do on our community Discord, which is open to anybody. So feel free to join and hang out. Just chat. We're always in there fucking around you can find us on the internet at spelt lore in most places and thank you most of all to you for listening we'll see you next time and so ends the tale of adventures three who tried the best they can though dumb and scared and lost they be for times abreast in revelry and though our journey may be And for you, I'd gladly spout more.